Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, St. Louis Cardinals fans, and welcome to another Believe in Cardinals podcast. As always, I am your host, Braxton Wheeler. Today's date is July 27th, 2023. And this is episode number 34. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite shows, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SiriusXM, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many more. If you enjoy this show, please hit the subscribe button so you can be a part of the First Listen Club every time a new show is posted about the birds on the bat. You can also follow me on Twitter at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X-26, as I post content daily. And you can send me a message whenever you'd like if you want to hear something specific on the show. All right, guys. Yeah, it is uh, officially what I like to call the dog days of the summer. Uh, what do I mean by the dog days of the summer? Well, I always, I always refer to the dog days of the summer as that period between. For me, I always go on summer vacation. As you can tell, I haven't made a podcast in some time. I was traveling for a couple of weeks. Um, but I always view the dog days of the summer is right when you get back. If you take a summer vacation, like late July. And pretty much the first three weeks in August, right? Like, I always say August is like the February of winter. And I mean, look, some of that's because of where I live uh, here in Virginia. And I know it's kind of the same if you're listening to this in the Midwest. Like, you get four pretty distinct seasons, right? Like, and back to the dog days of the summer is like August is like the February of winter because once you get to like August, it's like, okay. You know, May, it starts to warm up pretty good. June, you're kind of in that prime of summer. July, you kind of take your vacation. But August is like, okay, I'm, I'm ready for fall. It's, it's getting hot. Um, if you like football, you know, football starts in August. Um, you know, obviously baseball, if your team's in contention, August is a fun month because you're trying to win divisions. You're in, it's really a, a pivotal month for that. And not only that, but it's like, hey, we're getting closer to September and October baseball. So, you know, dog days of summer, that's why I refer to it as July, because there's really not much going on, you know, in sports right now. Like, if you think about it, it really is strictly baseball. Uh, NFL training camp just started. Um, I, 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 for one, love all sports. I mean, I really do, from from obviously baseball to NFL. I'm a big, big Bengals fan and uh, just a huge NFL guy in general. I love betting the spreads. I love just everything about it. So, like, this month right now is a, a tough month, and especially if you're not a baseball fan. I mean, I'll, I'm even watching the Women's World Cup right now. Like, I think that's fascinating, right? Like, I, I enjoy that. Uh, so, anyway, I, I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but that's, that's what we're in, guys. We're in the dog days of the summer, and what do the dog days of the summer mean? Well, that means that the MLB trade deadline is pretty soon. The trade deadline is August 1st. Let's, let me see here. August 1st. Uh, that's 6 p.m. Eastern time. So it's 6 p.m. Eastern time is the trade deadline. Uh, for a lot of years, it used to be July 20, uh, or excuse me, July 31st at 4 p.m. Uh, but if I'm not mistaken, I believe the commissioner's office can now set the deadline for any date between July 28th and August 3rd. Uh, really, the only reason to do that is to try to uh, avoid it from conflicting with games. Um, so anyway, before we talk a little bit about, I know there's a lot to get to, um, but let's kind of talk about the state of the Cardinals briefly. And 
see where they are as far as standings, what they have coming up, how they've been playing. Well, currently right now, the St. Louis Cardinals are 46 and 57, which don't get me wrong, is not good. But in accordance to where they have been previously, you know, 14, 15, 16 games under 500, uh, you know, they are they are doing a little bit better. I mean, they're six and four in their last 10. Look, they're playing better baseball. I don't know what the record is off the top of my head from post all-star break, but they they have been playing better baseball. And like I said earlier in in the season when it when it came down to this, right? Like the Cardinals, the Cardinals give dug themselves too big of a hole, right? Like we we said, you know, is this is is the you know you dig yourself such a big hole that at some point it's like, hey, I, you can't get out of this. Like the Cardinals just took two or three from a pretty good Diamondbacks team. Uh, the Diamondbacks are fifty five and forty eight. They took two or three on the road there. Um, they teased us a little bit by sweeping the Marlins and then they, you know, go on that four game win streak and then they proceed to lose three straight to the Cubs. Um, but, you know, winning a series versus the Nationals and beating the White Sox in a series, you know, they they started pretty good uh, post trade deadline. So anyway, the state of the Cardinals, 46 and 57, that puts them 11 games back of first place in the NL Central. What do the NL Central standings look like? The Brewers are 57 and 46. So pretty much just swap the, what the Cardinals are doing. The Reds are 56 and 48. They are one and a half games back of the Brewers. I'm just going to say it. The Cardinals obviously aren't going to win the NL Central. Uh, the, the, I'm really rooting for the Cincinnati Reds to win the NL Central, right? It's something new. It's kind of like that. No one expected that, right? Like you, you just didn't expect the Reds to be this good. The Cubs are kind of sitting about where they were supposed to be coming into the season. I had the Cubs kind of around that third area. Uh, and then the Pirates have fell off the planet. They are 45 and 57, 11 and a half games back, and four and six in their last 10. So that's kind of where they're at. The Cardinals, wild card wise, look, I'm not saying it's completely over. They're nine and a half games back of the wild card. I've seen crazier things happen, right? Like in 2011, it was, you know, it was somewhat similar to this uh, with the Cardinals and somehow won the World Series. I don't think that's going to happen, especially with the Cardinals going to be sellers at the deadline, but nine and a half games back. The teams they're chasing are the San Francisco Giants, who are 56 and 47. The Phillies are 55 and 47, and the Reds are 56 and 48. So theoretically, the Cardinals are really nine and a half games back of the all three wildcard spots, right? So it's not like you got two of these teams who are, you know, 70 and, you know, 40, right? Like you got some of these teams who are who are all kind of around the same thing. And then you got the Diamondbacks and Marlins who are just a half a game out of piece right there. So Look, could it be done? Yes. Is it probably? No. Um, it's probably, I hate to say it like this, but at this point, it's probably best for the Cardinals just to take a dose of reality and realize this roster is not good enough to win a championship, and I think that's what we're going to see come trade deadline time. All right, let's look at some player stats. Uh, as of recent, um, leading the St. Louis Cardinals in batting average as no surprise. Oh, excuse me, is it? Oh, Brendan Donovan. Sorry, I was looking. That's right. Brendan Donovan with a batting average of 288. Nolan Arnauto right behind him at 287. Paul Goldschmidt at 285. Um, OPS, the highest on the team, is Nolan Arnauto at 856. Uh, Nolan Gorman, who we're going to talk about a little bit, he is someone that should be absolutely untouchable at the trade deadline. His OPS is 828. He has 22 home runs, and this is a you know this is a young kid, man. He's only uh, 23 years old. It's only 23 years. Old. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. You ever look at, 
you know, when I, when I do these shows like here, I, I look at my phone and, and, and try to, you know, get data as quick as I can. I have certain notes and stuff, but Nolan Gorman, man, he's 23. He's born in 2000. I don't know what it is. Like when I see, I'm, I was born in 1997 and I always tell this joke around like my family is like, Hey, I, I was, or not, not my family, but like my future family. I'm always like, you know, it's going to be crazy. Is like when I'm like 50 or 40 years old or whenever my kids are older, I'm going to be like, Hey, I was born in the 1900s. I don't know. That's really kind of cringe. But you ever, th- I mean, you think about that. Like I was born in the 1900s. Like now I'm sitting here talking about Nolan Gorman, 23 year old kid who's hit 22 home runs, right? Like that's cool. I was born in the 1900s. Anyway, um, Nolan Gorman is tied for the lead in home runs on the club with Nolan Nolan Arenado also at 22 home runs. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt at 18. Look, man, I the, the Cardinals do not plan to trade Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. They've already said that. Um, these are three guys that I think are untouchable. If I had to choose who I would want to be traded between those three guys who are leading the Cardinals in power, I would have to just simply say Paul Goldschmidt. And why would I say that? Uh, you know, just because Paul Goldschmidt is getting older. Paul Goldschmidt, let me take a look. Is he 35 or 36? Regardless, he is. And if you look at Paul Goldschmidt's his body, he's 35 years old. His birthday is September 10th. So he's not too far from turning 36. So, you know, you look at Paul Goldschmidt, he is, he is just a strong guy. He doesn't look like his body's declining. And I do think that Paul Goldschmidt has you know, two, three, you know, not even two, probably three, four, five years of really solid production. I don't think he's ever going to win another MVP award, but from a perspective of, is this guy going to really be your, your first baseman for the future? I mean, yeah, as of right now, he is. So if I had to say trade somebody, it would be Paul Goldschmidt out of the three. I don't want to, don't get me wrong. That's not me saying I want to trade Paul Goldschmidt. That's just me saying if I had to, I would say that because I think his, his trade value right now would be top tier. Um, and then obviously Nolan Arnado with him only being 32 years old, I still think he has a good four, five, six, seven, eight years, something like that. We'll see how he, how he ages. But anyway, in a report today, the St. Louis Cardinals, I'm going to pull up the story here. Um, I hate when that happens. Hang on one second. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals are actually expected to deal, um, Jack Flaherty and they're also expected to deal Jordan Montgomery. So, put some info here. Uh, they are expected to, to deal these two guys. That's what that this report comes from the score today. Uh, if we, let's see here. I'm trying to pull up the player stats. I hit my phone's messed up. All right, here we go. My, uh, there he is. Jordan Montgomery, 115 innings pitched this season with a 3.37 ERA. That leads all of Cardinal starters. I'm not talking Dakota Hudson. Hudson has a 2.40 ERA. Uh, and he only has uh, five innings pitched. Um, but Jordan Montgomery, I think, look, I like Jordan Montgomery, but it, it is the right time to, you know, no pun intended, to pull the trigger on Jordan Montgomery, right, to, to get rid of him. Uh, it's a good time for get your his trade values up. It's a good time to trade a guy like that. Uh, Jack Flaherty, look, the contract negotiations did not go good in the offseason. There has not been any momentum. Uh recently on that front. And also after Jack Flaherty's last start, he, he appeared to be emotional, um, you know, and it was kind of just a signal of, hey, Jack Flaherty is probably going to be dealt. He's seven and six with a four four three ERA. I want to take one second and just, you know, thank Jack Flaherty, man. He hasn't been traded just yet, but, you know, what could have been, and he's had a good career in St. Louis. 
Um, you know, but what could have been? You know what I'm saying? It, it's just uh, he never really lived up to the expectation. I think it was the year of 2019 when he had that phenomenal year. And, yeah, I know he had some injuries and stuff, but I wish the best for Jack Flaherty. Maybe he even goes to L.A. back at home. I know he's from L.A., and uh, maybe that's a guy that we trade. Um, also, this is interesting. Probably the most interesting piece that I've heard all week as far as trade news. The Cardinals are not expected to deal Tyler O'Neill. Okay? Uh, I thought that was fascinating because I – I think that now's the time to trade Tyler O'Neill. He's healthy. Um, I like Tyler O'Neill. Uh, he has a lot of upside, but it's just to be honest, this guy is never, he will never, and I hope he does, prove me wrong, but he's never going to play an entire 162 games later, at least be healthy for that. Uh, this season, he has 128 plate appearance, uh, 100, yeah, 128 plate appearances um, with a 233 average and own base percentage of 305. He's slugging 345 with an OPS of 650. Um, it's good to see Tyler O'Neill being healthy again. Last night he went two for five. Uh, regardless, I think between Tyler O'Neill and Dylan Carlson, one of these guys is going to be traded. I would say keep Dylan Carlson um, I, just because I think he's healthier. I think he's younger. I think he is a better center fielder. Uh, they're just a better outfielder in general. And I think the Cardinals just need the comfort of saying, hey, we are rolling with you, Dylan Carlson, as our future center fielder, right? And um, I think that would that would go a long way for Dylan Carlson, even in his in his uh in his mind here, knowing that they have the confidence of this guy. Also, some reports that the Cardinals may trade Wilson Contreras. Uh, I think it's crazy. You know, he he set out last night, <clears throat> and it's it's funny. We're in that time of baseball right now. That like Paul DeYoung tonight, he's not in the lineup versus the Chicago Cubs. Um, and everyone's like, Oh, I'm oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Paul DeYoung getting traded. I'm here for it. Let's go, bring it on. And uh, he might be a guy that gets traded right with Mason Wynn. Mason Wynn's developing, he's clearly going to be the shortstop for the future. Like maybe the Cardinals say, Hey, come on, Mason Wynn, come up. But anyway, back to the point is we are in that time right now where a player sits out and there's like, Oh, he's getting traded tonight. And then guess what? 20, 30 minutes later. You know, all the speculation goes down. The player says, hey, I, it's, I'm just resting. That's all I'm doing. I'm just resting tonight. Uh, so that's kind of where we're at right, that, right there with that. Um, uh, Wilson Contreras, he is absent from the lineup last night. He uh, returned to action Tuesday after missing two games with the hip issue. Um, he'll take a seat. He took a seat Wednesday night. And, um, yeah, so Wilson Contreras, that is – if the – if the Cardinals trade Wilson Contreras, that is going to be crazy. And that is not a good look at all in the front office. Like it's, you know, that you hit, <clears throat> excuse me, you got Yadier Molina leaving and you got to hit the market for a, um, a catcher and the Cardinals go out and probably get the best catcher on the market and Wilson Contreras. And then, you know, they kind of turn their back on the guy and they just, they, they haven't done him right. And, you know, maybe they do part ways with Wilson. Maybe they maybe they decide to part ways with Wilson and move forward with Ivan Herrera, right? And Andrew Kisner is not your future catcher. He's just not. So maybe maybe they want to see see themselves with Ivan Herrera. They did make an acquisition. Uh, I can't remember, but I know we traded um, Henesis Cabrera to the Toronto Blue Jays, um, and we got a we got a catcher for that. So I don't know. We'll see. It's exciting. I'm definitely gonna have all the recap of what the trade led deadline does instead of me just being. Ex ex there's so many people trying to speculate what's going to happen on the trade deadline. And it's just like, 
like everyone spent countless numbers of hours talking about where is Shohei Otani going to go, right? Like, is he going to the Yankees? Where is he going to go? You know, people thought that that the Angels were going to be sellers, right? Get a big, big, big uh, a package for for, or for Shohei Otani, but the Angels then come out and say, "Hey, we're keeping Shohei Otani. We're going to be buyers of the deadline." I think they're a couple games out of the wild card spot. So it's like people spend so many countless numbers of hours trying to, and I get it; it's part of it, right? But it's actually exhausting because you just don't know what these teams are going to do. And quite frankly, I don't have an idea what the Cardinals are going to do besides trade Jordan Montgomery and Jack Flaherty. That just seems like what they're going to have to do. And for the Cardinals to get a good return, you know, guys, they're probably going to have to trade somebody that you you don't want them to trade because you like them so much. But I'm just going to be honest. The Cardinals haven't been in this situation a lot. That's the reality of the situation. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what transpires. And uh, before I get out of here, um, let's take a look at the next couple games. The St. Louis Cardinals are back at home. They're in Bush Stadium tonight. They play the Chicago Cubs. They have a four-game set with the Cubs tonight at – 8.40 8.40 or 7.45 p.m. Uh, they play 8.15 tomorrow, Saturday night, and they'll have a day game on Sunday. So that's where it stands. So I guess that would um, – and then they get an off day on Monday, and then they have uh, three versus the Twins, and they have three versus the Rockies at home. So, hey, look, the Cardinals are on a 10-game homestand here, guys. Yeah, it's a 10-game homestand, and they head to South Florida. So 10-game homestand for the Cardinals. Why not run off 8 of 10? Why not? Why not win eight of the next ten in Bush Stadium and find yourself three games, four games out of the wild card spot? Maybe even less. Maybe even less in the division. Why not? Just give it a try, right? Let's run off one of those ten-game win streaks. Anyway, that's all I got. Uh, as always, thanks for tuning in to the Believe in Cardinals podcast. I'm your host, Braxton Wheeler, and go Redbirds. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.